Log Talk Radio. Put on your 
Hello, welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the show, Five Smooth Stones. Well, this is the host, Five Smooth Stones. Sorry about that, dropped the mic. Again, this is the host, Five Smooth Stones, and tonight we are, as you know, on Thursday, every single Thursday, we do the very same thing. We don't change. Well, I'll take I've had some special shows, but most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, we talk about the New World Order, and that's what's happening tonight, but with a different slant. This slant is going to be on racism, racism among black people, uh, this new black racism um, towards white people. There's a lot of um, this move of Hebrewism, and this, um, as a lot of our People, when I say our people, I mean so-called African Americans, learn of their true heritage and who they are as they learn more about the real history of the world instead of this whitewash uh, uh, history we get in the classrooms. As we begin to, uh, our white brothers and sisters begin to come clean, those that haven't already come clean, with the true history of the world. Some people could care less, they just tell the truth, and they always have. And I thank the Lord for those white brothers and sisters that have been there and have did that, and they are not intimidated whatsoever by history. They just tell it the way it is. They've been there from the beginning of time. But there has been this rising number of, I'd say, even millions of uh, Europeans that have made it their business to hide, change. And not just Europeans, but other non-white people even have did a lot of damage to hide the true contributions of uh, so-called black people on the planet. And y'all know I say so-called because I don't believe in black-white concept. I only say white people, white brothers and sisters, black brothers and sisters, our people. Our people is fine, but white and the black is new, and it's actually giving in to the deception of this so-called race based upon color. Now, Tuesday nights we had a fiery show. Drew a lot of uh, a lot of uh, resistance from a uh, I don't know who those people were where, where they come from but uh, tonight we are again talking about this with a different twist than we did on Tuesday and I felt um, after I got a response from a a uh, sister so supposedly a black woman who is really into studying the Bible and figuring out who's who and trying to uh, just figure out what's going on in our world, which is very good research. It's more important than any businessman anywhere. I think, uh, you know, uh, nothing is more important than identity and knowing who you are and what the Most High is doing on the planet. This is light years ahead of any business deal because, a lot of these business deals, people are full of anger and, and confusion, and when they get all this money, they cause more damage, more destruction than anything. So we really could use a, a revival of morals, morality among humanity. And I need to call it for what it is. It's not so much humanity. It's mainly among capitalists. It's destroying 
the planet. And uh, it's just just the biggest destructive concept I think on the planet. Capitalist capitalism. So tonight it's open forum. However, we will be discussing for sure the new racism among black people and uh, racism in general. Or I should say the new hate. Okay, the new hate and racism. The new black hate. All right? So that's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, it's a very open subject. In other words, anything you want to talk about, really, we're open to tonight. I'm not going to just stay just on one subject. Y'all know I always got a lot to talk about, as tonight I certainly do. But like Tuesday, I'm going to sit back if I can. And Tuesday, y'all did a real good job of calling in. I think I probably came close to the record for this show. I had so many calls, I couldn't take them all. So uh, if tonight does that, great. If it don't, great. I don't want to push nothing, just whatever the most high will is for us tonight. So we don't have a guest tonight. You are the guest. We're looking to know what's on your mind where it relates to racism and what is with this new breed of black people saying white people are this, that, and the other and giving reasons to hate them. It's real. And uh, the most of the people I know that's doing this and they're saying things like this are people that are studying more of the contributions of Africans. And when they begin to figure out all of the millions of things that haven't been told about that wonderful continent that everything comes from, they begin to develop this hate. I think it's growing pains myself, but I could be wrong. So let's do this. Uh, we have a few little late uh, late folks, but those of you that's already here in the chat room and on the phone lines, I want to thank you. I always do want to thank you, want to thank you, want to thank you. I mean that. But some people haven't quite made it here yet, and I know some of the some people I normally see. I'm going to give them a few minutes to come. I'll be right back, and um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll be right back, okay? So y'all just enjoy this little, uh, we'll just get some of these from our friends uh, just a few minutes to um, stop by, and uh, then we'll dig into this very profound conversation. I know it's going to be hot. Again, it's open forum. You can talk about whatever's on your mind, but we want to definitely talk about this new black hate for whites and racism in general. We'll be right back.
We'll let that play in the background. All right, folks, I want to, again, thank you for another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the show, uh, Five Swing Songs, and we're talking about tonight, instead of New World Order, which is definitely, uh, the subject is definitely still connected to the New World Order. Uh, I believe that one of the tactics of this uh, uh, these wicked people is to divide us along the lines of uh, race sex and religion, it is for sure one of their strongest, strongest tools. And that's why I felt like it wasn't out of uh, reach to talk about tonight because uh, what better way to conquer a people and set up uh, a government by man than to first break down the strong, the strong uh, hole. Uh, you know, what the scripture talks about before you can take over a house, you must bind the strong man. What better way to break up the family and break up humanity, the, the oneness we should be feeling, but instead have all these weird doctrines floating out here and God and us hate each other and, and separated. So I want to do this. A friend of mine, and I'm only doing this because she is a friend. She, uh, even though I don't know her, she is a person that believes that uh, black people are the true house of Jacob, the true Israelites. And she dropped me a, a message about uh, my love for white people. And uh, she had issues with my love for white people. And I'm going to share with you this little, she's probably going to be shocked that tonight's show is including her. And I won't mention her name. That way she won't have to feel uncomfortable or anything. But uh, I'm going to mention what she said. I'm going to read this uh, probably a couple of times on the show because I know a lot of people are going to be late and trying to figure out what we're talking about. But this is to listen to the show on Tuesday night. It was disturbed by my love for white people. And uh, then she did end her comment that I'm about to read here. She did end it with saying, I believe, however... I do agree with you, however, that all people did come from the womb of a black woman or a dark-skinned, dust-colored woman. And that is the most confusing part to me of her comment, okay? And uh, before I jump into this, because I can tell it's about to be a storm when I bring this up like it was Tuesday, uh, Before I get into this, I just want to say, remind everybody that we do have a website. Uh, I don't mention it enough, and I want to start doing it. Um, it's in the description. It's on the description page, but it's www.5smoothstones, that's F-I-V-E-5, 5smoothstones.webs.com. There we have pictures talking about what is Five Smooth Songs? Who is Brother Seth? What is our purpose? What is our intention? What are we trying to accomplish? Five Smooth Songs is nothing more than five topics that I talk about. Seems like for the last 25 years. Now, yes, I talk about everything else under the sun, but these topics I talk about the most. They are the revelation of who the true Israelites are or who the true Jews are. Why does it matter? What does it have to do with 2012 or the, whatever the current year is? What does it have to do with you right now? 
why it's important to know who the real Jews are. I'll go off into some frightening importance uh, of why we need to see the Jews for who they are, the Israelites, the Hebrews. These people, the world is supposed to watch. They give an idea of times, in-time events as relates to the scriptures. No certain things to happen when the Israelites become a nation, when they, when they return home. I do not believe that the people in Israel today are the true Jews. I have much love in my heart for them as humans, but I don't believe in their uh, claim to be the true house of Jacob. And it's important that we know who they are. So the first topic, one of the things we talk about on that website, is the revelation of the true Jews. That's one topic or one subject or one of the five smooth stones. You have to just check it out. But it will be it will blow your mind, I promise you, to find out who the real Jews are and why it's important. Number two, or a topic number two, a stone number two, is the revelation or the insight onto exactly what make people white and what make people black. We call it leprosy. Leprosy, Bible leprosy, a type of Bible leprosy is vitiligo. A type of leprosy, one type of leprosy is albinoism. There are other types, but two for sure types of leprosy is albinoism and vitiligo. In ancient times, white skin was frowned upon. It was a type of plague. It was like being too tall. You know, a giant was frowned upon. There was a there was a blemish. There was something. The Most High created Adam from the dust of the earth. He created his man from the dust of the earth. And when we begin when we begin to sin and, and, and turn from the Most High, our bodies begin to do different things. Our earth begin to do different things. Our animals begin to do different things. And one of the things we begin to do because of sin is grow too tall or grow too short. Okay, we begin to to uh, lose hair. Women begin to not be able to produce children. And, yes, we begin to not produce pigmentation. We lost the covering of our skin. Leviticus 13 is the handbook chapter on leprosy, and leprosy has absolutely positively nothing to do with what you think of leprosy is in your mind right now. That has absolutely nothing to do with Bible leprosy. Leprosy is simply white skin. I'll give you two scriptures, and i got to move on and talk about the other three stones of three Topics. The Most High says to Moses, "Put your hand in your bosom." Then he said, "Take it, take it out." When Moses stuck his hand in his bosom and he brought it out, the Bible says his hand became leprous, leprous as whatever is coming up after the word "as" is going to describe what it was. His hand was leprous as his hand was leprous as. Snow. Snow, yes, snow. The leprosy in your mind had nothing to do with snow, did it? 
Leprosy just means white people. Snow is only known to be two things, ice and, and white. Ice and white. Oh, that's not what the most high means. You're twisting that scripture. Okay, he uses the very same verbiage when he smite or smote his uh, uh, Moses' sister with leprosy. When Miriam was smitten with leprosy, the scriptures say it the exact same way. And Miriam became leprous as snow. Some of y'all still think I'm cuckoo. Well, Aaron is standing right beside her, and he begins to describe with his sister what happened to her. He says to his brother, Moses, as he's looking at his sister that has been smitten with whatever she just been smitten with, and he said, Alas, my Lord, let her not be as one who's dead comes from his mother's womb whose flesh is half consumed. One more time. Alas, my Lord, talking to Moses, let it not be as one who's dead, who cometh from his mother's womb, whose flesh is half consumed. Half consumed flesh just means half colored. Babies don't ever come out all, you know, missing guts everywhere. That's not, they don't have to do it. That's not, Babies coming out of the womb. They don't come out that way. But they do come out discolored. That's all that means. Leprosy is the absence of pigmentation, folks. That's all there is to it. And if leprosy was what you're thinking right now in your mind, sores, guts, pus, and all that, listen to this scripture. Leviticus 13 13. You might want to look at 12, 13, and 14. It talks about this person has white skin, that his, this person has brown skin, his brown skin is turning white. If leprosy was sores, 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 the Bible is talking about this person's brown skin or this person's skin. It don't say brown, but it says this person's skin is turning white. Well, if it was turning white, it couldn't already be white. That's why I say brown. But they're turning white. They're turning white, which today in our in our world we call that vitiligo. And it says they have this leprosy, and it says when it spread, it's calling it white spot spreading. You saying, no, it's something else. Leprosy, if it's spreading, it's something else. So when the Bible is talking about this leprosy spreading, or these white spots spreading, and use both words, you're thinking it's sore spreading, right? You think it's pus spreading, right? You think it's bump spreading, right? You think it's fingers twisted all up, right? That's what you think leprosy is. Okay, but let's just say you're right. The Bible says when it's spread all over the entire body and only when it has covered the body from head to toe and they're completely covered, only then are they accepted or it uses the word clean because in biblical times the word clean means accepted. Like when Israelites will see a dead body, the Bible says that they was unclean until that evening. Or until the next day, really, they was unclean to the even until the end of the evening. You know, the Israelites celebrated, you know, uh, the the uh, sundown, sun to sundown, and so the Israelites was unclean until the next day when they even saw a dead man. They was unaccepted. A woman's on her uh, menstrual period was unclean. I know you saying, well, that's that's clean. That's no, it don't have to do with clean like you're thinking soap and water clean. 
Lots of people was unaccepted. The Gentiles was unclean. It means unaccepted. They can go into the tabernacle, holy of holies. They can be priests. It was unclean. It don't mean soap and water. So anyway, if, if what you believe is leprosy, how come when you come from head to toe, you're clean? That don't make no sense. The more sores you, the more sores you get there, all over your head, all over your body, then the Bible says you're accepted to go among all people. You're clean or you're accepted. It don't make sense. We go into that. That's one of the topics we deal with. Another topic we deal with is the New World Order, like we're talking about tonight. We won't get into it too much tonight. We'll talk about racism tonight, but on Thursday we talk about the New World Order, the Illuminati, secret societies, and what's really going on in our society, the movers and shakers of our time. That's a third topic we talk about, a third stone. Another stone or topic we talk about is white supremacy slash black inferiority. That's what we're dealing with tonight, white supremacy slash black inferiority. Some people call it racism. And the last topic of stone, making the fifth stone, the five stones, five smooth stones, is the solution, the kingdom of the Most High and his principles, his guidelines, his statutes. That is Five Smooth Stones. Check out the website again, www.fivesmoothstones.webs.com. There's pictures, there's audio, there's all types of things. Talking about those Five Smooth Stones, each one of those subjects have audio clips and different information on it, all right? Also, I have a Facebook. You can go to my Facebook. A lot of travels, different places I've been across the world. I have a lot of subtitles with my photos. You can see um, the, the Five Smooth Stones uh, in various places where we have had the opportunity to talk to people about these topics. Last, I don't talk about this much, but on the, sh- on the front page is a description of what Five Smooth Stone is all about. If you click on Show Extra, there is a video. Click on that video. Click on that video, and it'll take you and show you people that, have, that are albinos, but they're from India and Pakistani, and you won't be able to know them in that video from a white person because it's impossible to tell an albino in India and an albino in Pakistan from a European. You never thought about it. I know you haven't. Most people haven't. Okay, folks, dealing tonight. Now we're dealing. We're dealing, we're dealing, we're dealing with the New World Order and and how it uses this tool, uh, how it seeks to divide us along color lines by promoting, uh, allowing lies to be circulating about black people and white people. And I want to talk to my brothers and sisters in the Hebrew camp tonight about their hatred towards the white man, uh, which is nonsense because the same white man come from them. So you hate the white man, you actually hate a black man with no pigmentation. And that is ludicrous. So let me share what the sister said to me, and uh, she left me a nice little comment. I'm not going to mention her name, but she was very serious with the comment she made. So I'm going to pull that up right quick and uh, share this with you, and uh, y'all will see what I mean by uh, she is a very smart lady, but she has issues with my supposedly love, 
which it really is for white people. This is what she wrote. Hello. No, 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 no. That was me. That's what I wrote back to her. She said, uh, she says, well, who is the most high talking about that he hates? Who is called Esau and loved Jacob? She means that the Most High said um, he loved Jacob and Esau have he hated. The scripture that says that. And she goes on to write, and why should we accept them, whites and Arabs, uh, after what they've done to us with the lynchings and the rapings and the cutting off of limbs and the burnings and the... And the uh, and then she went on to say, Africans are not Israelites; they're Hamites, because she believes she is a true Israelite or a true Jew, and I believe she is also. I bless one of the things we share in common. And she she says, Africans are not Israelites; they're Hamites. And then she says on, she continues to write, What are you talking about? Talking to me? What are you talking about? I am in a diverse area, and there are still races. <laughs> and she says, I don't care what you say, I still believe the Holy Bible, the Holy Bible that Esau is the devil, the son of God and Satan, has spoken in the Holy Bible. She says, don't get it twisted. There are only a handful of whites that are not racist, but there are a lot that really oppress our people, for many that have oppressed our people for many years. She says, are you married to a white woman? Just wondering. She says, because we in this world, dark-skinned people, are treated unjustly. Or have you a closed, she says, or have you closed a blind eye to this? And what about the elite Illuminati? She obviously had been listening to this show. She had been listening to the, to our to five smooth stones because we thought the Illuminati nonstop. And what about the Illuminati who wants to depopulate this entire world and exterminate many blacks as they can? True. And she goes on to say, "You keep loving these evil people if you want, but only those in parentheses Esau who respect us." is the only one that will get a little love from me. And the others, and then she hit blank, 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 that. She, I guess she's in the other ones, whatever. She said, that's how I feel about them. And I do know that white people come from the black womb, mutants, no melanin in them. And uh, I... Uh, responded to her by saying, call me. I can't respond to all that. I don't feel like typing. <laughs> so hopefully she'll call me. Then I went ahead and invited her to listen to the show tonight. Don't know if she'll listen. She might. But, folks, let me just say this with you, say this to you. Hate is a blinder. Somebody told me some long time ago, and I hope this is as important to you as it was to me. It changed my life, so I'm going to warn you. What I'm about to say could change your life. It is a powerful, profound truth. What she said to me was, my mother, Seth, 
When you hate someone, you become their servant. Every time they come in the room, they control you. You're worried about what they think. You become in bondage when you hate. And, I, you know, young people just kind of blow you. Always blow off your parents and halfway don't hear and then, you know, later on all of a sudden you find out they're right. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't pay much attention to that because, you know, it's my parents talking. I'll learn on my own. I don't need nobody telling me nothing like these folks think today. Then I noticed one time I was at work and I began, it was one of my early jobs when I was a teen, and I noticed this person that I really did, I thought I hated anyway, come in the room. I was worried about what they were, what they was thinking. And I was, you know, my whole countenance fell whenever they was around. And I could remember my mother saying, whoever you hate, they have control over you. I look at some of our poor, poor white brothers and sisters. I literally feel sorry for some of the people that think they hate me or that probably do hate me. I know some of them do. I feel sorry for them sometimes. They just look so miserable. You know, so what? You may have a few little more cars than I got a few. You may have one garage more than I do, or you might do this, you might do that. But these people are suffering. And instead of us black people saying, you know what, so-called black people, I'm not going to be like these white people. I'm going to love white people, and I'm going to do right by white people, and I'm not going to fall into the same trap. There is this new breed of black folk that is finding all kind of things out about history that haven't been told. And I do believe some of what they feel is not really hatred. The more I listen to people like Farrakhan and, you know, some of those civil rights fiery leaders, some of those uh, black uh, supremists, they call them black supremists, but if you really listen to them, I don't think they hate. Now, you saying, are you saying it because they're black? I just listen to people that hate do things hateful. If you just sitting up talking about black, white, white people and you ain't put your hand on them or you've never done nothing to them, I question your hatred because hatred is, 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 is strong. And it'll make you do some things and say some things. And the people that shoot down babies in South Africa, that's hatred. People that can lynch a man and sit up and make it out of a picnic, that's hatred. You know, what that sister was describing in this in this little letter, that's hatred. So I do believe that they are hating us. I do believe that. But I also think they're losing. I think white people, for the most part, as a people, have are trying their best. And I want to welcome everyone into the chat room. I didn't have a chance to say hello to Eagle 021 and all the guests there. And on the phone lines as well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all serious, I mean that. Thank y'all for stopping by. Obviously, you're not a typical person to stop by a show like this. You've got to be one of those serious people that want to make a change in life. And I really thank you and appreciate you for, not that you need me to be, but, I, you know, sometimes we need to compliment each other. But people like you that even want to listen, that says a lot. Before you even say or make any comments to me, just for tuning in to Five Smooth Songs, and y'all know we ain't playing around on this show. I really appreciate that. Only certain kind of people follow me. That's why I'm on late at night. Because I'm trying to weed out everybody. I know if I come on at 8, I don't get a lot of people. I want to get people serious. That's why I like, I'm thinking about changing it back to midnight because I like that midnight crew. I like the people that listen at midnight. 
you know. But anyway, our people is becoming deceived. I will never, ever hate again. I will never, ever hate again. And I, people will never say never. Well, no, I, it's going to, have to be something strong. It means the white people came and killed my family right now. I will be so angry, I probably can't see straight. But the first thing I would want to ask them is why. If they say you've done something to me, people, when they, in their mind, if they are deceived and really feel like we have done something to them, even though it could be a total lie, but if they believe the lie, they could kill. You could kill. If you actually thought somebody was going to harm you, bust in your house, and you didn't know they was in there to protect you, and all you see is this person in your bedroom, and it looked like they're coming towards you, you got a gun under your pillow, you're probably going to kill them. Because in your mind, they are the enemy. A lot of whites have been deceived, lied to, tricked by the enemy. I'm going through something in my family right now, which I'm not going to go into because it ain't worth it. It's so petty. But it's amazing how the enemy will create something when there ain't nothing there. I mean nothing. Family members fighting over when you really sit down and talk and interview everybody, it's nothing. It's zero. Well, she was looking at me this way. She was looking at me that way. He said this. or The way they were saying, well, why didn't you say I mean, it's all kind of lies we believe. And that's the way I see it with the so-called Hebrew Israelite community. A lot of us have come in and found out who we are as Israelites. And I know some of y'all listening in saying, I don't believe in that crap. Okay, you might not believe black folks, certain black people across the planet are the true house of Jacob or the true Israelites. You may not believe that we are the real Jews, lost, lost tribes. That's okay. We can still have a good, productive show without you believing that. What we are addressing is the hatred that they feel because most of these Israelites are saying that white people are from Esau. And the Bible says, Esau, have I hated Jacob? Have I loved? I think just because, first of all, the Bible says, Esau, have I hated, that don't mean he hated everybody from Esau. I don't think he said, Esau, descendants, have I hated. There is a point where black people themselves twist the scriptures. Again, I'm not sure that Esau, the Bible ever said, Esau, have I, when he said, Esau, have I hated, did he mean the descendants of Esau? So that right there is a deception on our part, just totally fabricated by black people. That is one lie I will acknowledge that we fabricated all by ourselves. Esau, have I hated. Jacob, have I loved. And that means that the white man is hated by God. That we're going to have to spend some time, um, hopefully, we don't get judged by that because that is a total lie. And I'm going to ask my a friend of mine here on the line. I see a, a familiar a phone number about this here in a second. So, Brother Garvey, if you if that's you, I think that's you. I'm, I won't get ready because I'm coming to you to ask you about this whole concept. Esau, have I hated? I know you know about this because I think you and I, you at one point believe this. So we'll come to you in a second. But in the meantime. Uh, folks, 
this is a, a, a very serious belief that a whole lot of uh, Israelites have, and uh, I think it's just straight up demonic. And I distance myself from it, and I hope that you will too. So, anyway, uh, let me just make sure I get this right quick and spin there. Well, let's go to Brother Gabriel. I'm sure he don't mind. He never is shy. He don't mind telling us about this particular passage and uh, why they feel it's the white man. I'm going to let him talk, and then I'm going to share what I feel. Okay? So here we go, uh, 708-903. Brother Gabriel, you got cut off last time, Tuesday. Uh, it's good to have you back. How are you doing, sir? Brother Gabriel? Brother Gabriel? That's what you get. Hold on, I think he was just trying to say something. Brother Gabriel? Let's see. And that's my fault for going to a phone line without them hand, holding up their hands. So he might have stepped away. But I'll go back and check with him in a second. But listen, let's just look up the scripture right quick while we, uh, and then we'll go back to phone lines. Because he's one of those persons that used to get on me. We had a, a fallout over this very scripture. Uh, so Esau, have I hated? And uh, again, this is uh, Romans 3, excuse me, Romans 9 and 13. Romans 9 and 13 is where the scriptures is talking. And the most I make it clear. Why don't you everybody turn in 9.13 if you, if you don't mind, 9.13. Okay, Romans 9 and 13. Most high is saying how he's displeased with Esau. Uh, it says here, uh, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Why do we interpret that to mean that that's a whole group of people and that they're white? It's ludicrous. It's foolish. These people was dark-skinned people. Everybody in the Bible, vast majority, I'm talking about, when I say everybody, I'm really talking about everybody. The only time white-skinned people appear in the Bible is this thing under the old dispensation, which have no merit whatsoever now, thank the Most High, but it was a type of leprosy called vitiligo, which was nothing more than albinoism. Albinoism and vitiligo, somebody that was white from birth, blonde hair, blue eyes, yes, they are all over the planet. Every nation produced them. These are the only people that can say white, for real, honest. I mean, if anybody wants to say they're white, albinos can say that. But then they come from black people or dark-skinned people. We can't say black and white. That's why I hate saying that term. It's too new. Racism based upon color, I think it was invented around the 1500s. It's a new continent. I think it was even the 16. Well, I'm going to say 15, but I'm going to say side. But I'm just saying, folks, why? that's why I hate saying it. The Most High never segregated humanity based upon skin color. And when y'all talk about white people, who are you talking about? Because there's albinos, like I said, in India and Pakistan, you cannot tell them from a European. Do they belong in Europe? Go tell them they belong in Europe. They're going to curse you out. They belong in Asia, they're going to tell you. They're going to say, I belong right here in India. And what do you mean I'm a white man? 
They won't even understand you because they don't even speak English. They're going to speak Indian or Pakistani, and they're not going to understand nothing about what you're talking about. And their family going to look at you crazy. They want to, you know, these people are Indians, but they look, they have all the characteristics genetically of a white male. The white male in Europe have no different genes, different genetics. Their, their eye, the, the, the issues with the eyes and sun and, and all this is the same for these same people, the very same color skin. And it ain't just in India and Pakistan. Brazil, a black family in Brazil had some children, and I have these pictures, and don't forget Five Smooth Stones. This is one of the five topics we talk about. I did have done about eight shows on leprosy, which is eight, well, the leprosy that is albinoism. The leprosy that is vitiligo is mainly the ones I talk about. There is other types of leprosy. But the leprosy in your mind, again, has absolutely positively nothing to do with Bible leprosy. I don't know what that is in your mind that these folks have on the internet when they're typing the word leprosy. And I used to have a clip, I think I have it somewhere around this house, of a man by the name of Dr. Chetty of the University of Cincinnati. And he is a world authority on the leprosy you think, the one inside your head, what you think is leprosy. He is a, a scholar on that. And he said, and I'll try to say it like he said, the leprosy that I treat and the leprosy of the Bible is two different things. The leprosy I treat, you die. But the leprosy of the Bible, there seems to be no, it's not terminally ill. Of course. And then when I told him what I was believing, I asked him to put out a recording, and then I said, when I told him what I believe, he says, Arha, arha. Like, oh, wow, okay. He didn't agree with it, but he just says, arha. But keep in mind, this is a very prominent man. He, he, he was over the dermatology department way back when. He's no longer there, but Dr. Chetty was a professor there at the University of Texas at the dermatology department. Call and check it out if you like. But all I'm saying is he said the leprosy that he has seen, he's seen thousands of cases in India. His name is Chetty's from India. This man says it has nothing to do with that Bible, and he is right. But you can, you don't need to see, talk to him. Use your own mind. The Bible says when you cover with this thing called leprosy, you are okay. Well, why would you be okay if you're turning white and you become white, you're okay? Because now you're all one tone. It does mention something called raw flesh. I'm talking about Leviticus 13 and 13. It talks about once you turn white, or wherever the priest look and check you out, if you're all white, and the priest looked everywhere, wherever the priest look, if you're all white, you turn all white. This is vitiligo. This is not albinoism. It says you are accepted. You can go and mingle and buy and do whatever you want to do. You don't have to be kept in one place. And I think the whole purpose of quarantining them, and I hate to use the word quarantine. That's, that's a brand-new word. It wasn't no quarantine. That implies it's a disease. Quarantine implies something uh, fatal or something terminal. The Bible didn't call it quarantine. The Bible just told Moses, those people that had plagues, that had this, this, this white skin, if you could see through part of it, or it's called raw flesh. Raw flesh means to see through skin. Some white skin, you can see through it. Some of it's just white all the way, one tone. And then others have this breaking where you can see through it. That was called raw flesh. And in biblical times, not now, in biblical times, not now, 
in biblical times, not now, it was a big deal. Don't ask me why. Science ain't going to tell you because it's going to make white people look bad, black people look favorable, and they're not going to tell you. There's too much racism going on. Even if they did know why, they ain't going to tell us. But for some reason, some kind of way, biblically, back in biblical times, if you didn't have one-toned skin, either brown or white, without this breaking, you was considered unclean or unaccepted. Check this out. Why y'all think I'm talking about white people? Some of you folks getting all excited saying, yeah, yeah. These were, there were black people that was dark all over, but they had a spot on their arm, and they had this breaking of the skin, this white spot. But in the white spot, it had a white hair. In Leviticus, if it had a white hair, you had leprosy. You was unclean or unaccepted, and you could not mingle with other people. The Most High was serious. There was something about it. I don't know all the reasons why raw flesh or flesh that's not totally white or totally brown was unaccepted. Don't know why, but I guarantee you scholars know they will never tell us. Maybe that's some kind of way. I know that they was, this had to do with sin, and the prophets would often curse people with uh, leprosy. They would curse people white. And then among these lepers, uh, people that was cursed to be white, there was just two types of whiteness, clean and unclean. As long as you, as long as you was, if you was born white, all white, and there wasn't this raw flesh or this raw flesh, and it'll tell you if you read Leviticus 13 with open mind, it talks about the raw flesh. It describes it says reddish white. So white skin is cool. Reddish white, uncool. White hair, not good. Blonde hair, yellow hair talked about you they were supposed to lock you up for seven days and see if that skin turned darker. If the skin would turn more white or darker. If it turned white, it's fine if it don't have the raw flesh or the reddish white. If it couldn't be reddish white, it had to get darker. It can be uh even if it was reddish white and it turned white, that was fine. If it was reddish white and it turned brown, that's fine. But it had to do some other than stay reddish white. Now, why all this is, I don't know. Ain't my business. Don't get mad at me. I didn't make the rules. It's just the way Leviticus was. Albinoism, on the other hand, to be born totally white, your skin ain't turning nothing. You're all white. This is what happened to Gehazi in Second Kings 5. He was cursed with whiteness and his descendants forever. He was cursed with whiteness and his descendants forever. Now, here come the Hebrew Israelites, 2012. Well, hold on. Let's see if Brother Gabriel is back on the phone. He must have stepped away earlier. Let me just see. Uh, Erico 708903. Brother Gabriel, are you on the line? Brother Gabriel, are you on the line? Okay. I don't know where that brother's at. I see his phone unless he's just being shy, which it would be uncharacter like him. But like I say, folks, there's a whole lot of people that's hating. On my Facebook, I have over 1,500 friends, and a lot of them are talking about white men being Esau and making it as a, as a provision to hate them. They say God hated them. Like the sister I read earlier, I read that letter earlier, and she had issues with that. All I'm going to say is, folks, 
we got to be very, very careful. Very, very careful. And then don't forget, to, folks, tonight is open forum, so we don't have to just talk about this, but this is just something that I uh, found earlier and it kind of changed my direction because it just really touched my heart the way she, the way that letter was wrote. And it's not just her. I've heard, I've heard that so many times. If I got a dollar for every time I heard the white man is Esau. You know, I don't want to be a part of no haters. I don't want to be a part of no hate, hating religion. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell us, like she said at one point. Matter of fact, I was going to break down her 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 letter. To, her letter. Uh, let's see here. But she was saying that she's only going to like love certain white people. You can't love no certain white people. You can't make up your own rules. If you call yourself a believer and you're following the Most High, the Scripture tells us that we are to love all people. We're not supposed to have hatred in our heart towards anybody. And I don't know how you get off talking about you. Uh, yeah, you can be an Israelite and hate because that's just a genetic thing. That's an ethnic thing. But the Bible, the Most High is not interested in just natural Israel just for the sake of them being natural Israel. He's interested in the uh, circumcision of the heart, Romans 2 talks about. Romans 2 talks about people that don't even have the Scripture, don't even have the Bible. It says they was without the law. Do you know what without the law means? That would that means without the law. They don't have no they don't understand nothing about no law. They didn't have no law. They didn't have no scriptures. But their heart was right towards the most high towards their brother. The Bible calls it that a circumcision of the heart. Israel was supposed to circumcise the the, the males. You know, the cutting of the foreskin of the penis. Uh, which was one of the things that the most high had to do to you know, it was like a covenant. It was like a, a blood covenant he made with Israel. Now, that was a, one of the procedures he wanted them to do towards being a holy people. One just they were holy just because they got circumcised. But the whole purpose of the circumcision was to mark them and make them and set them apart, but it was mainly about a spirit condition of their heart. And when they didn't have that spirit condition of their heart, he talked as though the circumcision of the foreskin of the males was nonsense. Like, it, it ain't nothing. Just like people run around here and they're keeping the Shabbat and they're doing this and they're keeping the feast days, but they don't have a circumcision of the heart. Their heart ain't right. Their heart ain't right. All that stuff don't mean nothing. Most of not interested in you keeping all these laws. And then there are some people that don't keep none of these laws. They don't even know about it, but their heart is right. Well, they, with the Most High, is okay. They don't have no laws, but they have a circumcision of the heart. This is wrong. This is your Bible. This is your Bible, folks. I, I'm very serious. This is your Bible. And if you if you think I'm smoking on some, well, let's talk about it. Okay. Phone number is 760-283-0838. Again, 760-283-0838. And uh, I would love to know what y'all have to say. Uh, but I promise you, if you hate, you're going to lose. You're going around wrecking people's homes with lies and tricks and, and deception and white people are listening to these shows, you know, and a lot of them love the most high. A lot of them are trying to do what's right. They spend their days doing what's right. As for the white people that are hanging us, lynching us, spying on us, causing us trouble, miseducating our children, uh, 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 plotting to assassinate the president right now, looking to uh, exterminate millions of African Americans, uh, looking for ways to to advance their people and set our people back, uh, trying to make sure our kids don't get those uh, 
loans and don't get the uh, those breaks in life to those white people, they're wicked. And the Most High says, I will deal with those people. Do we love them? Of course. Do we love their ways? Hell no. We speak out against their ways. We fight against their ways. We protest against their ways. And need be, some of them might need to go to jail. We don't hate the sin. We don't hate the people. We hate the sin. Because some of y'all black people are going to look real stupid when black folk do the very same foolishness. Then what you going to say? I ain't trying to hang out with none of y'all black people that's got the same kind of heart of wickedness. You're doing the same stuff. And hatred is one of those wicked things because you might not be out there doing all these things that so-called a lot of white people are doing to our people, those that are wicked. But if you got hatred in your heart, you're setting the atmosphere for somebody to do it. Like Farrakhan said about Malcolm X assassination. I didn't assassinate Malcolm X. But because I didn't like him and the things that I was saying, I set up the I helped set up the atmosphere for his assassination. Are you helping set up the atmosphere? your white brothers and sisters to be assassinated one way or the other. don't have to be with a gun. It could just be assassinated on blogs like this. I ain't with you. I'm not with y'all. You're not my brother. Hey, Christ, your mother's here. Your, your son is outside. I mean, your brother's outside. Who is my brother? Who is my mother? that do the will of the Father. So you Israelites, you Egyptologists, you folks that are finding out all this dirt that the whites, so-called white people are doing to our people, and you are pissed off, and you should be, but not to hate them, hate the true enemy, hate worldliness, hate the flesh of people. Hate evil spirits that put it in these people, the lies, the philosophy of demons. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, your Bible, your book, says we wrestle not, we war not with people. So why are you making these people out to be the enemy when the Bible says we don't war with people? If Brother Gabriel is now on this line this time, I think you're running from me. <laughs> I do believe that, though. Brother Gabriel, Eric Code 708-903, are you there? I think he's chicken out tonight. He always has something to say. But he and I have talked about this over and over and over again. I think he just don't have nothing to say. Instead of saying, brother, you're right, I ain't got nothing to say. He just hold the phone. That's what I think. I could be wrong, though. He'll tell me off the phone. But anyway... Those of you on the phone lines, anybody else want to comment, press 1 if you're in the chat room and you just enjoy listening, which most of y'all seem to do. We've had a lot of uh, response on these shows. My last show that I did on Tuesday is on its way to be the most popular show. I did get a show one time. I had 237 people in the chat room. I think that was a record. Not talking about who was on the computers, 
I'm just talking. I mean, and I'm sorry, not talking about who's on the phone line, but just in, on the uh, computers. 237 was my record. So we came. Uh, we we did real good Tuesday. We didn't get close to that, but we did real good. And I'm sure this show will do good as well. But I'm not so much interested in how good the show do in terms of numbers as I am the quality of the show. I want to make sure that I'm I'm not in in foo foo land or, or dreamland. Folks, this is real. I'm very serious. Uh, uh, I have a very, we have a very serious war against hatred, war against racism, war against white supremacy, and war against black inferiority. I'm not playing with it. You shouldn't play with it either. When you hate, you lose. And I thought black people, my so-called people, learned from it, woke up from it. Yes, we are the true people of the Bible. Israel always was, always, Israel was, is, and always will be people of color or uh, 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 people, dust-colored people. The most high made men from the dust of the earth. This is why to this day there's only 8% white people. That's after they killed, not all white people, not the person living next to you, but the murderers that did it. This is why they killed a planet of non-white people. If you put all the numbers of people that have been murdered at these people's hand over the Middle Passage, some people say it's been 200 million there, was, uh, fell off those slave, slave ships. If you count all of the people massacred in, 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 in South America, it's probably going to have more numbers than even that 200 million. There's, there is so many hot. There is so many millions upon millions of people just slaughtered in South America by the hands of European. Everybody comes up to American Indians, but that's a small number compared to that middle passage in South America and just the, and then Africa, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Millions, millions, millions. And many believe that those people had lived and had children and their children had children, their children had children. Then you gotta go back and subtract a lot of them that would have died and so forth. They're saying that there would be an entire planet full of people like our planet we have now, what, 7 billion? There could be as many as 7 billion more people that would be in our numbers. Let's just say they cuckoo, and it's nowhere near that. Let's just say it wouldn't be 7 billion. It would only be 2 billion. Put 2 billion on this planet right now. and they're not, Put 2 billion non-white people on the planet right now. What does that take white people's numbers to? Instead of 8%, what does it drop it down to? So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is it's ludicrous to think that the Bible was full of white people. But it's not really something for black people to go celebrate and throw a party. That's just as silly and crazy and foolish. It really is dumb to do that because we they wasn't black. They were just people of color. So let's say the people of color want to celebrate. Well, they do, okay, but they shouldn't be like, now, you white people, blah, 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 because those white people are you. That's your people that left Africa, albinos. Have you been oppressed by Africans like they're being done today, albinos? Just all kind of crazy stuff going on in Tanzania with these albinos. I'm sure y'all heard about it. But they oppressed those people, and they went north. The caveman era is a true era. That's not no lie. But that's not the beginning of our history. 
That's the history of people that had to go there and fight through those winters with less pigmentation and thousands of years of that. Those people become a mighty people. Talking about in numbers. So the Caucasian is nothing more than, like the sister said in the email, they come from the womb of uh, 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 Eve. Now there's all kind of talk about Adam and Eve was white, and before that there was a planet before that, and there was an earth before that, and there was an earth between. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was our form and void. I've heard all these arguments. But all these arguments to me cannot stand up to what I said today. Bottom line is, white people come from non-white people. And it is stupid and foolish to think you should hate them. Hate is a powerful force. You don't want it nowhere in your body. Yes, hate what evil people do, but don't hate just what white evil people do. Hate what black folks do. Are y'all aware of the black people possessed by the enemy? I know Rwanda was, I know that the, uh, I think it was Italians, was down there equipping uh, Hutus, training them how to take out the Tutsis. I know that the United Nations stalled and sending troops and caused that, uh, what was it, uh, I think it was 900,000 people to be murdered in 90 days, something like that. I know about that. But it was black folks killing black folks. And even they would ask, they went in and interviewed people not too long ago, and they was asking them, those soldiers that chopped up people, you know, 50 times, 40 times. And they said, why, if you wanted to kill these Tutsis, why don't you chop them up? You know, why did you just hit them one time and then they died? Why did you think it was important to chop them up? Why was you taking babies and throwing them off cliffs? Babies. Why were you doing the things you was doing under, you know, the rapes and uh, if you're going to kill them, and you thought that was going to harm you, why didn't you just not, you know, the, the interviewer was not, wasn't trying to advocate murder at all, but they was trying to get an understanding of why the, the most heinous kinds of murders was done by these people in Rwanda. And that guy said something I will never forget. He looked in the eyes of that camera and he said, Nothing for a while. He was thinking. And he said, ma'am, I just think this day it was just evil. Evil. So is his evil and white people evil two different evils? When you hate, you lose. Don't play around with it. Don't Don't even say you hate white people. Don't even play with it. Don't even... Don't even go near it. Run from folks that say this. This is a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. I'll play around with it. I do not hate white people. I love white people all day long. I think I can break them down if I have enough time with truth and make them a follower of the Most High. Not me, per se, but the spirit inside of me. 
every one of them is a potential follower of Christ, fulfilling the will of the Father. Every one of them. I don't care who they are. I've seen the the most racist of the races, race the most racist of the races, fall like a giant building. They are some weak people. Hatred. Haters are some losers. They have built their house on sand. All you need is a, just enough water, and they're going to start skating around. It's like the little white kids calling the show, nothing to say, just just looks just silly. Some of y'all going to make the decision to go ahead and hate this white man because he has done so much against us. And you know your Bibles, especially you Israelite, you people that call yourselves the real Jews of the earth because you have you live out the prophecies of Deuteronomy 28 and the prophecies of Leviticus 26 and other parts of the Bible, which I've I vehemently agree with you. I think that is profound truth. So many of you have made up your minds. Now, I think the Most High is not all of you or even most of you. Thank the Most High for that. But some of you have jumped on the bandwagon with uh, a lot of Egyptologists, people that study African history, they see so much wrong. And it is sometimes a temptation to be angry with people that have just taken all this history and hiding it. I, I feel your pain there. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm oblivious to that. But folks, two wrongs don't make it right. Yes, like Sister Soldier said, it makes it even, but it don't make it right. You are to be an example empowered by the Holy Spirit. You are supposed to mop up your enemies with truth. When people produce evil, you are to come along and show them a better way. I promise you, those that hate will become servants those that love. Love is the most aggressive, powerful force on the earth. It breaks down everything in its path. If folks stay in the presence of love, they are going to bow the knee. It is very aggressive. People say love ain't aggressive. You're crazy. Love is the most powerful force outside of God himself there is. It will break you down. Hate is some weak stuff. That's why I'm on the side of the lovers. Now, I hate what a lot of people do, black and white. That's, I hate silliness. I don't want to be around it. But I want to be blessed. I want my life to mean something. When I'm dead and gone, I want people to say, now this guy right here was about something. I never met a white person worth me hating because I never met a white person that did anything without a good reason. 
if they hated me or mistreated me, it was because some inside their head made sense for them to mistreat me. They might have thought Seth don't like me, and I ain't never done nothing to him. And he took this from me, and he took that from me, so in their mind, I'm the enemy. Well, that's why they didn't like me, because they thought I was their enemy. A lot of white people have just been deceived, lied to, tricked, and their ignorance is all get out about who black folks are. So this is why they say some of the stupid stuff they say, because they don't, they're uneducated. They might live in a better house. They drive a better car. They may have money. They may have 401k. So what they got, they know this person, know that person. Some of them. Some of them better than you and me. Some of them will never catch us with us up, up to where we are economically. How poor we are. Quit thinking all white folks got money. Like you thinking that. Some of them broke and ignorant and dumb. And this sets the stage for hatred because they don't understand and they're scared. So what I'm saying is, when you have the recipe of ignorance and fear, you got the recipe of a racist on either side. So I'm reaching out to my brothers and sisters tonight. To everybody, really, but especially to those that call themselves Hebrews, like because in this show we are talking about the new hatred of blacks towards whites. I've never seen none like it. So many people, all my life, I've heard people angry with white people, but sooner or later they'll turn around and be, you know, going to church with them and all this. This is why I say. You know, we start talking about race and white people. We say, what about black people that hate whites? It's not the same. We don't hate whites. I mean, for real, I can do a blanket statement like that because there are very few, few, few black people that I have met in my life that hate. I know that look. I know the feeling of hate. I have seen it. Elijah Muhammad hated white people. That's hate. But I'm saying most white black people I know is just fed up and angry with what white people do, and they'll call them names and all that. And that goes for some white people. Some white people actually hate blacks. They just stay, you know. But then a lot of them, the purest forms of hate, I think, have come from white America. They've done, well, you can lynch a person. You can rape women and all the stuff that they do with women's breasts and, and slavery and and, and men sleeping with the, the men of slaves, you don't hear about that much. I like I look at the whole aspect of slavery. That was some hatred going on up in there. And I'm going to tell you another hatred, the hatred of blacks on blacks. When you don't know who you are as a people and you're looking at us and trying to understand why our people do what they do, and you don't know that we're Israelites, oftentimes you will resort to this disrespect that develops to a hatred for your own people because you don't understand why we're at the bottom, why we look so uh, negative, because you listen to white people, racist, ignorant, fearful, misguided white people. That's your education, so you think just like them. Your hatred is just as pure as the white man's, and that's called black self-hatred. 
And I say the white man, I'm talking about that those white people that act this out, not all white people. So let's do this. On a lighter note, let's just quickly take a little uh, a commercial. Um, I always play this on my family blogs, but I never play this on my blog. So I'm going to go ahead and let y'all hear a little of this. Uh, take a little breather. And uh, let's do, I'll tell you what, I won't even do that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. should I? Let's a quick commercial and we'll be right back. Okay? Quick commercial, we'll be right back. Y'all know a lot's about to happen, right? So this is a commercial talking about how you should consider putting your money in gold. Just a quick little breather. Hey, everybody. Jason Lewis here once again. These are hard times for investors. If you're like me, you just don't know where to put your money because there's a downside to every possible scenario. Now, look, every portfolio needs a hedge for inflation. Gold has been the classic. I want to tell you, I want to be honest with you, commodities fluctuate. So you could lose money. Gold goes up and down. But every stable portfolio usually has an inflation hedge, and gold is, well, the gold standard. Washington is not going to get us out of this recovery. So you've got to protect yourself. Give it some thought, and if you're interested in converting your IRA to gold or would like to actually have it in your possession, call Midas Resources today at 1-800-686-2237. The U.S. dollar was once backed by gold, but it's lost a lot of its value since then. Call Midas Resources today, 1-800-686-2237 for gold. That's 1-800-686-2237, and tell them Jason Lewis sent you. Iodine protection packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock. Save you money and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. If you're taking one, two, five, or more nutritional supplements, please stop. Simplify your supplementation with BioSuperfood, the most advanced nutritional whole food supplement you can buy. Men, women, children, even Olympic athletes the world over have discovered BioSuperfood from BioAge.com. And now take just one nutritional supplement instead of many. The BioSuperfood formulas are whole food products composed with four of the most nutrient-dense algae found on Earth. Bio Superfood for the Brain helps with focus, memory, clarity, and mood. If you can increase brain health, the rest of the body is a no-brainer. Bio Superfood has zero toxicity, and it's safe for you and your family. Learn more and order your Bio Superfood formulas at BioAge.com, spelled B-I-O-A-G-E.com, BioAge.com, or call 877-288-9116. That's 877-288-9116, BioAge. The age of advanced organics. Okay, people, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, I must say that, um, um, just to recap, tonight's show is uh, 
talking about the new black hatred of white people. The new black hatred of white people. I know some people say, what are you trying to say? Black people ain't never hated white people. Yeah, they have. They have. Always. Always, as long as there's been a planet, as long as there's been white people. There's been hatred for anybody somewhere. When I say the new black hatred of whites, I'm talking about this new mass belief uh, that mainly everybody keeps talking about the scripture that says Esau have I hated and again we're talking about Romans 9 and I believe it was verse uh, let's see I think it was verse uh, okay let me think back here I have to do a little research 9 and 13 9 and 13 people for the most I say, Esau have I hated, Jacob have I loved, many of our brothers and sisters have twisted this verse. Twisted this verse to mean the most I hate white people. And that is just so wrong. That's just as wrong as white people twisting the scripture it it is I know y'all don't like it but it's the truth Uh, the white people uh, it's like white people when they twist the scripture that Ham is cursed and they try to say that black people was cursed because of that when it says that you know because Ham saw the nakedness of his father some people say he might have had sex just all kind of theories around that but they said the black people was cursed well, when you say because of Romans 9 and 13, it's verse 13, says, As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Many of you believe that the white man, because Esau was white, was red, which is as weak of, uh, of <laughs> red, the red that Esau was, there's all kind of black folks that's red in Africa. We already did a show on this, by the way. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did a show checking the archive. There is a show called Edomites. It has Edomites in the title. Check that show out, folks. This is we already talked about this, and I even had a guest on. That was one of the times I brought a guest on, one of the uh, brothers that used to do Bible study with us, and he nailed this thing down. He nailed it down. But I see some people miss that show. So anyway. I just feel sorry for people that, 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 that still hold on to this crazy theory. But you know what? I love you anyway and uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be moved. I'm gonna continue to teach and uh share the things I share. I do wanna play a clip by um a sister that we had on the show. Uh it wasn't a live, it was a um audio clip. 
But this white lady is talking about racism like we haven't heard in a long, long time. As a matter of fact, I don't know of a white person on the planet that had been as open and candid as this woman was. And everybody said the same thing when they hear her. They say, I ain't never heard that from no white person. Well, I'm going to play it again tonight, and I think this subject, uh, you know, it could be worth it for this particular topic. Uh, you know, and uh, this is a white lady at the Racist Institute at Fisk, Fisk, I can talk, Fisk University. And I think Sabrina uh, is, is the lady that uh, works in that um, institution. Yeah, she'll introduce herself in a second, but she is uh, going to be interviewing this wonderful lady that uh, I just I just thank the Father for. I just thank the Father for. It's just, I, I mean, every time I hear this woman, I, and I want you all to think, see if you all feel the same way when you hear her talk. How many times you hear white people just really blow the whistle on racism? It's like a lot of black people, a lot of white people feel a loyalty to their whiteness. We should not have a loyalty to our color of skin, no color of skin. But many of our white brothers and sisters feel this loyalty. You know, almost they're more loyalty to white and whiteness and defending it. Like Tuesday night we had all those people just swarm the show with foolishness, saying all kind of crazy stuff. You know, because they feel a desire to fight for the white man. Listen, if the white man is annihilated through blacks and white mixing and loving one another, because that's what their fear is, the white Aryan resistance and and the KKK and white supremacist organizations, that's all they talk about. If they're annihilated by blacks mixing with whites, because the black is the dominant gene, as they say. So what? Why do why do people feel like it's up to them to save their race? Well, it makes sense. It does make sense, though, if they think the most high made them white from get-go, and that he established whiteness as a people based upon skin color. I'm sorry. It does make sense. It does make a lot of sense, people. I'm going to say it again. If the Most High made us white, made, excuse me, made white people white, we should not annihilate them by mixing. But the Most High didn't make them white. It wasn't his will to have a white man initially or a man that can't have balding, a bald head, a man that can't grow hair. That wasn't the Most High's supreme wisdom. Just like it wasn't his uh, his supreme wisdom or will to for Israel to have a king. Did Israel have kings? Yes, but it wasn't his will. It's only after they kept on, you know, 
disobeying him and crying out for a king and then finally says, okay, you can have one. That's how it is with white skin. These people was cursed white like Gehazi. First, Second Kings 5, last three verses, Gehazi was cursed with whiteness and his seed forever. That's not the most high. The man had did something wrong, and the prophet was putting a, pronouncing a curse upon him. He was taking away his pigmentation. We don't even value the pigmentation because we're so brainwashed by our society today. We don't even, we're not like the Jewel Pukums of this world. Dr. Jewel Pukum, J-E-W-L-L-P-O-O-K-R-U-M. Look her up on YouTube and her revelation of, of melanin. This is a, a world doctor, a world-class doctor. I think probably the lead one of the leading authorities on melanin. Listen to her talk about the properties inside of melanin, and you'll see why those prophets took it away from them. It was something to 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 want. Anyway, let's go to my sister talking about white supremacy. You ain't never heard it quite like this. She's coming. Video is slow, but it's coming. It's taking its time. There we go. July 14th, the year 2000. I'm classified as a non-white person, and I'm here at the Race Relations Institute because I'm interested in understanding about the system of racism, white supremacy, with the intent, ultimately, of ending the system of racism, white supremacy. If you would please state your name and tell us why you're here. My name is Farrell Winfrey. I live in Roan County in East Tennessee. I'm here because I recognize the white supremacy system of racism. I'm white. Now, when I say that, my people a long time ago came up with these little check marks that we have to check, which we are white. And in reality, it's white or non-white. You know, they, they break that down into a lot of, we break that down into a lot of different, uh, different groups. It's still playing. They're showing a photo. All the breaks because of a photo or some, what we they're showing. For hundreds of years. It can it can never be undone with words. Again, this is a video. They're showing something in the background while she's while on these breaks. Nothing wrong with the video. It can never be undone with words. 
racism is prejudice plus power. Um, I had a conversation yesterday with um, a black man that, and he said that he knew some of his people who were racist, and, and I talked with him about that because without the power to take that prejudice and actively place it into position to cause people to do or not do, then it is simply just prejudice. Without the power to take that prejudice and actively place it into position to cause people to do or not do, then it is simply just prejudice. You have to have in order for there to be uh, racism. And most white people would, would look at me and say, I don't have any power. But, but we do have power. We have power just getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror and not having to think about race. That places us in, into a, a position to where our minds are clear and that it's a problem that we don't have to deal with. We don't think about it because we don't have to think about it. It's not something that completely controls our lives. So there, from the very beginning, when we wake up in the morning, then, then we, have, um, we have an advantage, and that advantage comes from the color of the skin. Um, when we go into a store and, um, and, and we're not assumed that we're going to be a shoplifter, simply because of the color of our skin. That is an advantage. When I walk down the street and I'm more safe, now that's not saying nothing would happen ever to me, but I would be more safe walking down the street alone than you would be. That is racism because of that unequal playing field that's there that gives me advantage simply because of the color of my skin. When we take advantage of those things, then we are being white supremacists. Because most people, when they, when, when they think about someone that's white supremacist, they're thinking about the guy in the fatigues and he's in the woods and he's shooting and, you know, target. But, but I am being white supremacist when I accept uh, an establishment that gives me more than it, than it gives you. Every day of your life as a white person, all day, every day, everything that you do, everywhere you go, you are taking advantage of being white. 
Most of my people, they don't think about that. They've never had to think about that, which is the greatest advantage of being white. They don't have to think about it. It's not a determining factor in their life that is a conscious factor. Again, this is a video. Nothing wrong with the audio. They're showing something in the background. I don't actively celebrate the 4th of July because you don't have freedom. You're not free. You you have oppression every day of your life. You If you have children, when those children are born, you have to immediately begin to teach them what they cannot do in order to survive. The young black man is, he, he's a much different product of our oppression than, than what the, the young black man was a hundred years ago. I don't want my children in, in a civil war in this country between black and white. So in that way, I'm selfish. I was born into a family where my father was an overt racist, my mother was a covert racist, but both of them had very strong, I, I always felt like my mother was more dangerous, my mother was more dangerous, my mother was more dangerous. Most of us isolate ourselves. We can get up in the morning, go to work, go shopping, go do everything in our life that has to be done without coming in contact with you. And don't tell me my best friend is, you know, because I hear that all the time. I've got a, my best friend is black. No, I don't want to hear that. Again, nothing wrong with the audio. This is a video, and there's something going on in the background. Actually, you know what? My my bad. I was sitting up trying to type something. That's the end of that clip. That's why that stopped. Okay, here's part two. Isn't this woman just one of those persons you just never, ever hear on the planet? Nobody's just on this on the planet. She's probably in the league of her own. I don't know none of my white brothers and sisters or friends, the people I've met or enemies, anybody. I've never heard nobody being this candid about white supremacy. Have you? Here's part two. The brakes are not... Uh, nothing wrong with audios, with the audio. This is a video. They, they're showing different things in the background. Okay? So that's why you get the long breaks, folks. And, again, this is a race. Uh, 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 this is Sabrina Johnson, the interview. Racism is the cause of the problems that we have 
in this country. It's the cause of the crime. It's, you know, racism. It's, I feel like the, uh, the backbone of the ills that this country has. If the day ever came when I could walk into a, a place of work and you could be there wearing whatever clothing you wanted to wear, whether it was um, clothing that depicted your African descent or wearing your hair. White people tend uh, to say, uh, well, that's another question, I guess. We would gain knowing you, see, because we don't know you. And, and that, it, that robs us of a great blessing. We think we are entire and complete and that we don't need to know you or anyone of color. Again, nothing wrong with the audio. There's something showing in the background. This is a video, okay? Nothing wrong with the audio. Should be back in a second. They're showing different statistics. We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we've put in your head. And we know how to utilize that. And we know how to take advantage of that. We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we've put in your head. And we know how to utilize that. And we know how to take advantage of that. We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we've put in your head. And we know how to utilize that. And we know how to take advantage of that. And we know how to take advantage of that. And we know how to take advantage of that. And we even know how to have a black friend. We know the dynamics of who is in control. And I don't care how much the system has changed to the point to where what is politically correct at this point might be different from what was politically correct in, in the 50s. Uh, we still know where your place is. We know where our place is. And to me, the greatest deception that we've caused is that 
your people believe us when we say, this is my place and that is your place. Again, again, nothing wrong with the audio. This is a video. Showing because difference. I see evidence, and especially in seminars like this, because I will hear non-white speak, and and I hear them speak when they don't even know that they're speaking from a position that I have told them is the only way they're going to be allowed to succeed to that degree that I'm going to let them come up that ladder. Of course, I'm just going to let them come up so far. But but the greatest sadness for me is that they don't even know. See, I have done such a good job that they don't even know that I've done this to them. A strong black man one time said to me, one of the greatest things you can do for my people is to stop shedding any tears. And he said to me, you must stop the tears because my people are so conditioned to putting their arms around you and comforting you when you weep, then they are no longer strong. Their, their uh, strength that is coming from standing up and saying, no, you're not going to treat me like that. That strength is gone because they've got their arms around you, comforting you. Wow. Again, the, the audio is still playing. When I sat in that room the other night, that when the, the author of Without Sanctuary, when those, when when he was speaking and those pictures were there of the lynching, the the methods that we have used to to keep control, I wept. But when I wept, his words came back to me because all around me, the non-white people would reach out and comfort me. My God, there in front of I don't understand it. Again, nothing wrong with the audio. Black man said to me, "Don't ever apologize. Don't ever ask my people for forgiveness, because the word forgiveness means the eradication of a debt. If if someone owes you money and you forgive that debt, then they don't owe you anymore. And I don't want to ever be a part of for even a moment between just the two of us." eradicating any part of the debt that I owe you because it's a just 
debt. And it's a debt that needs to be repaid to the fullness. Christianity has been misused for hundreds of years to keep your people in subjugation. And I'm speaking now uh, of reality that the history books do not record, but history does. Christianity was used because if I said okay, you don't believe the way I believe and Christianity is the best way to believe. So I'm going to take you and it's going to be for your own good, honey. It's going to be for your own good. I'm going to take you and I'm going to tear away everything about you and just keep your hands and your feet because they can help me. But I'm going to do this for your own good because I'm going to give you a God. You're talking about white images. Again, nothing wrong with the audio. This is a video. There's a display being showed right now. Okay, folks. All right. I admit it. I dropped the ball again. That was the end of part two. I know y'all are laughing. I uh, saw all three of these, and I know whenever there's a break, there's these videos. I mean, there's these graphs they show. Sometimes they've got words up on the screen, uh, just pretty much commenting on what the person just said. So when you hear those breaks, that's what's happening. But also, it can mean that the Part one and part two has stopped. Anyway, I got one more part. Part three It's only eight minutes, and then we'll wrap this show up. Yeah. What does that God look like? Um, uh-oh. The reality of it is when he came here, he didn't look like me. What am I going to do about that? I'm going to make him look like me. So for hundreds of years, we've been telling you, and now you have to keep in mind that we took away any other God that you might have through force, through fear, through pain, through uh, uh, any means necessary. So now I'm going to give you a God, but I'm going to do that in a way that is going to further me. So I'm going to give you a God that looks like me, so that when you bow down to that God, you're bowing down to me. Because the reality is the Bible tells us what Jesus looked like when he walked here. The Bible tells us what he's going to look like when he comes back. 
we have taken that and changed it. You remember when Jesus went to Egypt? He hid in Egypt. The people in Egypt, honey, they're they're not white people. How could he hide that? So that we've done that. We've given your people a God that looks like me so that you don't have any qualm about bowing down to me. See, because this is the image of God. I don't have any sin that we've committed that's greater than that one. And they're just showing a scene from Spike Lee movie when he say, wake up, you know, remember that from Spike Lee's uh, school days. So, anyway, that's what's going on. Just a Bible in our hands when we were beating your ancestors for looking at us eye to eye. And we're quoting to them from this scripture. Even if, if we allowed them to have their own ministry, which there wasn't any of because we didn't allow them to read. But if we said, okay, you can have your church. It's my plantation. I'm going to do what I want with it. You can have your church. But then spies were sent, and those spies would stand outside the church, and that man would be beaten, perhaps killed, if he preached anything other than three sermons. And those three sermons were, turn the other cheek, obey your master, and it's going to get better one of these days. God's going to take care of all of it. You're going to be in a happy, happy land. So put up with what you're putting up with now. And we made your people... Preach that to your people, and it's still being done. It's still being done. Those are the sermons that your people hear. Those sermons are what causes your people to comfort me when I do something that's wrong.
Okay, folks. Um, sorry about that at the very end. I just uh, I don't know whoever put this clip. There's the original clip of that, and then you know how people make their own clip and want to throw in little extra stuff from movies they've seen. Well, I think they kind of went over, went overboard with the wake up. But anyway, what did y'all think of that? I mean, obviously we need to wake up. But I thought the, uh, that uh, Institute did a wonderful job with that. Again, that was uh, Sabrina Johnson, Racism Institute over at Frisk University. And um, I'm not to get the young lady's name who she interviewed. But anyway, I did a show on this already. This is actually the second time I've aired this. But the main part of the show, as we mentioned already, is about, again, exposing racism within our uh, so-called African Americans or black people. And uh, then we, I wanted to just kind of bring her on at the end to just, again, remind us about uh, uh, what exactly uh, is the official definition of racism or, or what's powerful racism, I should say. But I still think uh, hatred on both sides is taking us backwards. But I love the way she explained how that when a lot of white people practice racism have more of a um, serious effect because they are a part of this good old boy system, and that good old boy system can make you pay. So I really like her um, explaining the difference between when we do act racist and when they act racist. Okay? But don't forget the first part of the show. Uh, about the hatred that we have towards whites, we just got to do better as a as a human species, folks. And y'all don't need me to tell y'all this stuff. Y'all know this. Some of y'all know it better than I do. You can teach me, teach circles around me, actually. But I'm still a voice, and I still have, like Paul said in the scriptures, consider what I say. I do have the Holy Spirit, and I say the same thing. It don't make sense us hating white people because. We feel like they are Esau, who was red and hairy, when that has absolutely nothing to do with the kind of red. White people are not red anyway, you know, but there are black people that is that tone, that red tone, that's all throughout Africa. It's all throughout Africa. The, the color, that red dirt that they have in Georgia, there are people that color in Africa. So I can argue that there are black folks just as red as you. As you can get the color red out, and I can show you folks as close as they're red than white people ever be when they blush. That is not what they're talking about. Hairy, that is not what they're talking about. Black folks just as hairy. Another thing, there's Indians and, and, and people from uh, uh, different parts of the, uh, like India and, and even parts of Africa where they're just, just as hairy as a lot of white males. So, I don't think that because Esau was hairy, that means he was white. So it's just a very weak, weak argument. And how did Esau become white? All them people was dark skin or people of color. All of them. All of them. There was white people that would pop out or white uh, albinos. Vitiligo was present also. But the vast majority of that Bible is people of color. That's not hatred. That's just truth, folks. I didn't make it that well. I have no reason to jump up and down. I, I, I don't have no dogs in that fight. You know, it's just, it's not, we're all the same people. White people, so-called white people, have as much reason to jump up and down that 
that they was dark-skinned people than black people do because they are just as much related to them as they are. The whole thing is sickening to me. Let me wrap up the show. Let me wrap up the show. Listen, thank you all for uh, those of you in the phone lines. Thank you for being there. Those of you in the chat room, thank you for being there. I want to go out uh, with something to put on your mind. I always do. You know, I always try to let my songs mean something. So I'm going to do something a little different. We'll play something I hardly uh, ever play. We'll do something I hardly ever do since you always uh, think you know which way I'm going. I'll just switch up on you. You won't have a clue. <laughs> no, but really, I do want to uh, thank everybody for supporting uh, Five Smooths a Stone Network. I really do appreciate all of those folks that's that's been there and and that um, that's just have encouraged me along the way. And uh, the sister that wrote the email. Only thing I will say to you, if you did listen to the show tonight, is uh, Hopefully I answered everything in your uh, response to me about the show on Tuesday. You said that, you know, you had mentioned that whites were of Esau. I addressed that. You say, why should we hate them? They've done so much to us. I addressed that they haven't done. uh, They may have been used. They may have been the vessels, but the real culprits is evil spirits. The real culprits is uh, 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 evil spirits that speak and lie, and, and, and this is where evil come from. The Bible says in Ephesians six, your Bible, my sister, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not. We war not against flesh and blood. We war not against people. We wrestle not with people. We wrestle not. We war not. We fight not with people, but with principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, and not just to her, but anybody listening. Why don't y'all talk more about principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places? You never hear nobody talking about those entities, which is where all evil come from. Why do we want to give them a pass? That's what you should channel all of your hatred towards. Channel towards your hatred towards ignorance. When ignorance or lack of information is there, you're going to have all these problems. Deception. Channel all your hatred towards deception. When you got folks that don't have truth, but they have part truth, part lie, they're gonna have you're gonna have these same behaviors. Channel all your hatreds and energies towards lies. When people are full of lies, they will act just like Satan. They will do some of these very things to our people and to all people that have been done on the planet. We got to start channeling energies toward the true enemy, the real enemy. And my sister also asked if I was married to a white woman. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Anyway, I love every single one of y'all, and ain't nothing you can do about it. I'm telling y'all, I want to win. I want my life to mean something. And haters just them some weak, sorrowful looking people. They do. Anyway, this is gonna be something y'all hardly ever hear me play. This is Nas and Ziggy Marley. We'll go out with this little bit of a uh, uh, reggae. Check this out. Nas and Ziggy Marley. It's fun for-
reps in Wyo. Gives he knows the Wynos. Not church is how we tie, though. He walks in cinnamon, sleeps at a super fly condo. My kind of nigga, my icon, my idol. No certificate for this misfit who handle business. The odds act against him, he fights back, Mac and Benzis. Never puts cash to ask for four I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything. Somehow he got around the pitfalls of the system. When he walks, we watch. When he talks, we listen. Nothing is coincidence and they took our leaders and they lynched them. It's 